Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. As you can see, we are on location tonight in Casa de Kristen. We're thankful to God for getting me here safely. We're also thankful to God that he's getting rid of this horrible coronavirus epidemic. Actually, I should tell you that a friend of mine just lost his father yesterday to it. He was a doctor and he got very sick. So, you know, this is still a very serious situation. And, and I'm sorry, but, you know, for the people who are saying things like this is no more dangerous than the flu or something, that's really terrible misinformation. And we really need to understand the severity of this. Okay. But also understand that our God is bigger than it. So we're going to keep praying for that and, and certainly keep you and all your loved ones in our prayers. Kristen's going to lead you guys, lead all of us really in a prayer in just a moment. But first, I want to talk to you about something that's really near and dear to my heart. And that's that God loves to use really imperfect people. Okay. Now, a lot of you are probably sitting at home and, and saying to yourself, well, you know, I'm kind of an average person or, you know, I, I'm a flawed person or I'm a sinner saved by grace, that kind of thing. God is never going to use me for anything really extraordinary in the kingdom. You know, I'm never going to be one of these people like Billy Graham or Joel Osteen or or Joyce Myers or anyone like that. Or or maybe you look at the, the characters in the Bible and, and you, you see these like titans and you, you say, well, that's just an unrealistic standard to live up to. I can never be like that. And what you find actually is if you look in the Bible, all of those are really very flawed people. God doesn't use necessarily the person who's the most talented or anything like that, but rather he works through people. He loves using imperfect people because through our imperfection, he is made perfect or he's shown to be perfect, okay? You know, you look at someone like Moses. Moses was chosen by God to lead the Israelites out of Egypt, to go talk to Pharaoh and demand their release. And yet Moses tries to talk him out of it. He says, look, I, first of all, I'm too scared. That's really what he was saying. But also he says, I'm not even well-spoken. Have, have my brother-in-law do this or have Lot do it. Have someone else do this. And, and God says, no, I don't care that you're not well-spoken. I'll give you the words to say. Okay, so you would think that God would choose a great order to go speak these these weighty words to Pharaoh. But instead, he deliberately chooses somebody who's not well-spoken. When, when God approaches Gideon, to lead the armies of Israel against their enemies. Remember, Gideon is so afraid of the enemies that he's actually hiding out in a hole, okay? So the enemies can't find him. And yet, even though he is just like the epitome of a coward, literally cowering in a hole, the angel of God addresses him as a mighty man of valor. Now, that's the last person you would normally in the natural addresses that, but that's how God saw him, okay? He didn't care about the flaws. He just saw what God wanted to do through him, okay? Look at someone like David. David... First of all, he had he commits adultery, all right? He then has the woman's husband effectively killed. It's a sin so great the son dies because of it, okay? He he spends a lot of time in fear and doubt and things like that. And yet nevertheless, God refers to him as a man who had a heart after God like none other. For as flawed as he was, a man who has a heart after God like none other, okay? Look at uh, for example someone like Peter 
You know, when Jesus meets Peter, Peter says, depart from me for I'm a sinful man. And yet that's the person that Jesus chooses to say, I'm going to call you my rock. And on this rock, I'm going to build my church. Look at someone like Paul. Paul was a great persecutor of Christians. He was one of the most anti-Christian person of uh, people that you could ever imagine. It's believed he had Stephen put to death, and God chooses him to write half of the New Testament. The point is this, you know, you don't have to pitch the perfect game and, or be a perfect person or be perfectly talented or anything like that for God to use you. You just have to yield to the will of God in your life, and that's the consistency that all those people have. They all had doubts, they all had flaws, but they all yielded. Okay, I think, who is it? Was it Paul who says there has to be less of me so that there can be more Mm -hmm. of God? That's the idea here. God can use you no matter what condition you're in. And the life experiences that you've had that have gotten you to this point that you might think disqualify you or that hold you back, it's those very things that God wants to use to propel you forward, to make you the most useful person that you can be for the kingdom of God, and therefore to come into the fullness that God has for you, to come into your blessings, okay, so that God can can reward you abundantly. That's the idea. So my message today is basically for anyone who thinks they're flawed, hey, I thought that for a while too, you know. Um, before I even met Kristen, in fact, one of the first things Kristen said to me, she said, you know, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but I just have this word for you that the thing that you thought was dead in you is actually very much still alive and you're going to fulfill everything God had for you. And, you know, I don't know how she knew that other than, you know, just divine inspiration. But believe me, I mean, you know, for a long time, I thought, well, I'd kind of miss my windows of opportunity. God can't use me. I mean, you know, maybe I could be, I used to tell you this, maybe I could finish life as sort of like a B-plus Christian, but, you know, not somebody who's ever going to get anyone saved or, or have like a great ministry or anything like that. That was the last thing on my mind. And yet, here we are. We have, not to brag, but we have now 26,000 followers. We pray for people every night. We get people saved. And so the point is simply this. No matter who you are, no matter where you are in life, no matter what you think your equipment is, okay, God can use you and God wants to use you. All you have to do is let him use you. All you have to do is say, God, please use me. I totally yield to you. I offer you my life as a living sacrifice. And not only is he going to use you, but then you're going to come into the fullness of your blessing that way. All right, so that's my message for you tonight. God loves to use imperfect people. Thank you. That's awesome. That's an awesome message. And, you know, I mean... I know you are pretty close to being perfect, but (laughs) but you're not perfect. I'm not perfect. Thank God that he doesn't need perfect people because none of us, none of us are perfect. And um, it's such a great thing. I think that's the the big thing the enemy tries to lie to us and say that people think I've, I've missed it. I've missed my window of opportunity. I'm too old. I'm too young. I'm too this. I'm too that. I'm too whatever. Fill in the blank. So that, it's, that's it's, huge. It's kind of you to say that. But obviously, you know, all kidding aside, both of us arrived at this point in our life only because of the cleansing power of the blood that's of right. Christ. Of course. The fact yeah. that, and, and this is one of my favorite verses, if not my favorite, the one that says, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Mm. And mm-hmm. so, you know, we, we kid each other, and obviously I think you're just the most wonderful woman. But as far as being perfect, look, none of us are. That's right. But the bottom line is we are made perfect through the perfect sacrifice of Christ, okay? That's a whole, that's a, a great message of the gospel. And thank God that he's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, that's That's amazing. Lord, I thank you for your perfection and your perfection in all things, in time and space and in our lives, Lord. Lord, you are so perfect in every way, God. We give you the honor, the glory, and the praise. 
for who you are. We lift our eyes to the hills from where our help comes from. Mm. You are our only help, our only refuge. God, it's not like we choose and say, oh, we're going to choose you as the one who's going to help us. <laughs> no, there is no one who can help us. We have false, maybe false sense of security in other things that we put our, uh, our security in. But God, you and you alone are the only one who can help us. You are the only one who is perfect and the only one who can heal us. And you're the only one who can heal, heal our land through, through this pandemic and through this situation and heal all these people and, and all of their issues, whether physical or mental or emotional, God, and restore families, God, and bring people together and make dreams come true. God, it's all you. We give you the credit, the honor, and the glory. Some trust in chariots and horses. Some trust in finances mm. and, 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 and just... And, different levels of security and different things. But we know, God, all of that can be taken away in an instant, God. You are the only thing that is our rock. You are our security. We don't build our house on the sand, but we build it on the rock. I love that parable because that speaks so much to having our security. We need, as humans, that's our biggest need is to have that security, to have that peace, God, and we find it alone in you. If, if we put it in other things, our house, meaning our, our physical bodies or our, our just our constitution, God, if we, if we put it in other things, it'll never be enough. Mm. It'll always get tossed. It'll always, just like doubt, getting tossed by the sea back and forth. We'll always live in a state of what if, now what We'll always live in that state. But God, if we put our eyes on you and say, God, it doesn't matter what the circumstances look like. It doesn't matter what things seem to be happening. I will praise you. I will trust in you. As the psalmist wrote, I will trust in you at all times. Lord, you say your peace you give to us. You do not give as the world gives. You give us your peace, Lord. Lord, your peace that passes all understanding. The God of peace will guard our hearts and our mind, Lord. Lord, we need only to be still and rest in your peace. God, we rest in the security of knowing that you are the one true God. For all these people who have struggles today with financial or just how to survive, God. Mm. Like there's, these are real struggles, Lord. There's no way to sugarcoat this, God. These are real struggles that these people have, God. And we are not, we are happy to be used of you, God. We are not any special messengers of more than anyone else, God. But we do know that when we come to you in faith and we lift these people up to you, God, God, that you care. So I believe it's one of our listeners said the other night, well, would you lay this request at Jesus' feet? Mm-hmm. And that's what we're doing. We're taking all of the, all of these requests, God. God, if I care, Lord, if, if, if it burdens my heart, people halfway across the world that I don't even know, if that burdens my heart, how much more? You, the lover of their souls, who are so intimately in love with them, God, who died on the cross for their sins, for their sins. How much more do you want to answer their prayer? How much more do you want to give them their healing? 
How much more, God? God, I ask on, on behalf of all these people, I ask, seek, and knock. I say, God, God, look, th- these are your people who you delight in, who you love. Lord, give them the grace. Give them the hope for the future, God. Give them the security in their house on the rock. Give them what they need, God. For those having bad dreams, give them dreams of you. May their sleep be sweet. That is a promise in the Bible. For those with physical ailments, God, you have become everything, Lord. You you were made in a lowly position so that we could conquer through you, through your blood, God. By your stripes, we are healed. Whether that's physical healing or emotional healing. For those who have needs and, and those who want to have babies or find their mate or whatever, Lord. The needs that may be quote-unquote frivolous to some people saying, I just need to survive. God, you care about all of it. Whether it's a need for our daily bread, food, or whether it's a need for a dream that you put in our heart, a piano, whatever it is, God, you care about all of it. And you're a big enough God and you a, a caring enough God. And I know my God cares for all of the needs of these people, God. I know you do. I... I'm petitioning you, God, coming boldly before your throne and saying, God, would you show your face to your people? Would you show them just how much you love them? Would you open the windows of heaven and pour down a blessing till there is no more need? Give them miracles and give them more of yourself, God. Don't, all, don't only just provide for their need, but, but give them more of you, God, so that they see you because that you are the need beneath the need we think we need. You are the beginning and the end, the Alpha and Omega, and we trust in you and you alone. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And for those of you who want to know why Kristen's talking about a piano in the prayer, that has to do with last <laughs> night's episode. And oh, yeah. If you That's... want, just go watch that and you'll understand. <laughs> yeah, probably good to explain that. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> yes, God cares about the big things, the little things, everything. So yeah. All right. That's right. Okay. Let's get to our individual prayer requests here. we got a bunch of them. I'm going to try to get through all of these here. Aruna says, please pray for me and my partner. He's avoiding me, but I love him a lot. It's hard for me to stay without him. Well, Father God, we pray for Aruna's situation, for her and her partner, that you just heal that situation. But if it's, if, you know, you want this person out of her life, then we just yield the whole situation to you. We know you know best. So just pray victory over Aruna's situation in Jesus' name. Amen. Maria says, please pray for my mother. She has a fever. And Lucky, I like his name, Lucky, says, he's from India. He has tuberculosis, some kind of lymph problem, HIV, all sorts of pains. He says, help me because I believe in prayer. I believe God heals, but I have nobody to pray for me. So please spare your precious time and pray for me. Well, we're going to pray for you, Lucky. And we're going to pray for Maria also. Father God, these people come to us with serious, serious needs. But God, we know that you are glorified in impossible things. That's right. Lucky situation looks impossible. But God, we know that you are more powerful than tuberculosis, lymphodenopathy, if I'm pronouncing that right, HIV, and all these pains he's going through. Father God, we we pray that you heal him, that you give him total victory. We pray for Maria's mother, that you break this fever in Jesus' name. 
And Father God, we just pray that both of these people are just complete miracles. That people see the miracles that you do because they're impossible and they know it's got to be from you. And that lots of people come to the Lord because of it. In Jesus' name, amen. In fact, I'm going to include in that um, uh, Deepak also, who's praying for uh, kidney stones problems. God, please include Deepak in that prayer. We pray for his health situation also. I know kidney stones can be very painful. We pray for just a painless resolution to that without surgery in Jesus' name. Barbier says, pray for me and my family. We need life changes. Well, Father God, I pray whatever changes these people need, that you you just go and work a great thing in them that you just heal them and that you repair their family and that their best days just be ahead of them. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen. We got a bunch in a row on financial situations. So I'm just going to, it's like six in a row here. So I'm going to do these all at once. Makisha, pray for us in Kuwait. Pray that our landlord gives us favor and discounts our rent since we do not have enough money to pay. Maxi says, pray for the Pakistani poor children. Bina says, pray for my financial situation. Also, she's suffering thyroid problems. God bless you both, great man and woman of God. Kumar says, pray for my finance and my future career purpose. His name is actually Santosh Kumar Gupta. Delaverjes, I'm sorry, I can't pronounce this. If I'm saying this wrong, I apologize. Delaverjes, I think, says, Pray for my family and me to get well. We don't have enough finances. I had a stroke and I can't help my family meet our needs. Hmm. And then Becca says, thank thank the Lord and thank you, sir. Please pray for our financial breakthrough. Father God, your word says you can deliver rivers in a desert. Hmm. I know a lot of these people are from really impoverished countries. So what? You can break the curse of the land and, you know, you're the same God that when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego yes. went into that fire that was so strong it killed the guards leading them in, that the only thing that burned off were their bonds, that they walked around in the fire completely unharmed. They, they, they didn't even have the smell of smoke on them. And so here are these people in these impoverished countries, and everything around them says failure and lack and need. But God, I know that you can walk with these people. And that even though everything around them could be poor, that you can bless them. You can just give them rain in the middle of a drought. Yeah. So God, please, these people are reaching forward to you in faith. We pray in Jesus' name that you bless them and bless them abundantly. We pray that they will lend and not borrow. And that they are just so overwhelmed, overwhelmingly blessed by you that other people will come to you, come to them, excuse me, when they have money and then come to you through their ministry. In Jesus' name, amen. Kusama says, just ask for prayer. Gurria says, pray for me and my family. And Amla says, pray for me and my family. So we'll do those three quick. Father God, these three people are just kind of vague in their prayers, but we know that you know what what their needs are. So God, we know that you're more than enough. We pray that not only do you meet their needs, you meet them to the point of overflowing, to the point of surplus, Okay, so that your blessings will hunt them down and overtake them so that they can be a blessing to other people mm. in Jesus' name. Mm. Now, Marverich, Marverich says, We ask God's favor for my daughter. She's pregnant now. She has a heart operation when she was nine years old. She's 23 now. And we need to have some sort of 
I think it's echocardiogram or something. Help us pray for the baby so that everything will be normal. Well, God, your word, in one of your prayers says, I think it might have been David in the Psalms, said, create in me a clean heart, O God. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I see somebody has a heart problem, my prayer for them is, God, create in these per- people a clean heart, not just for this girl, but also, also for the child. In Jesus' name, we declare that this pregnancy will be without complication. Mm-hmm. She'll give birth to a healthy baby. Neither the mother nor the child are going to have any heart problems or any other kind of defects. And you will be glorified through this in Jesus' name. And I, my recommendation, uh, Marverich, is that you and, and your daughter dedicate this child um, to a life of, of serving God. That's, that's really your best bet when things like this are happening. Here's another one. Winifred, please pray for me. I'm looking for fruit of the womb. Remember the time somebody sent that to me and I said fruit of the loom? <laughs> And I actually like I correct, and I, and I, I corrected myself, and I said it again. Like I'm, I'm sorry, I mean fruit of the loom. It's very hard to forget that. It is. <laughs> anyway, please pray for me. I'm looking for fruit of the womb, meaning a child. <laughs> actually, this is very specific: twin, boy, and a girl. Okay. Financial breakthrough and destroy the spirit of r- rising and falling in Jesus' name. Maybe she's pregnant. With the twin, the boy and the girl? Or maybe well, she she's won't... looking for it. Well, oh. whatever. God knows. Yeah. Literally. All right. Well, God, you know what's going on here. So we pray for Winifred's womb, for the children that you have for her. Again, that she has a pregnancy that's without complication. We pray for financial breakthroughs and destroy the spirit of rising and falling up one day and down the next. We pray that she just has a steady flow of your increase and is prosperous in all things, even as her soul prospers in Jesus' name. Pray for me and my husband and my six kids to be in heaven and fulfill us with your Holy Spirit and my family too. I'm Samoa. I think she's probably from Samoa. Her name is Maria. Let the healing of Jesus to my something in my family. All right. Well, Father God, we pray for Maria, her husband, and her six kids, that they all be saved. They all come to know you in Jesus' name, that they are filled with the Holy Spirit to the point of overflowing, and that their family... Even I pray that even people who don't believe in God will rise up and call their entire family blessed in Jesus' name. We got three pretty quick ones. James Anthony says, "Good morning. Uh, pray for my financial situation." Remy says, "Pray for me and my family." Amjad says, "Prayer for me." So God, we pray for James, Remy, and Amjad that you take care of their situations, that you give them a spirit of increase, that you give them a, a, a double portion of the Holy Spirit, and that they walk in victory in Jesus' name. And lastly, Vanessa prays for the coronavirus to be defeated now in Jesus' name. All right, so I told you at the beginning of the show, one of my friends lost his father um, to the coronavirus just yesterday in New Jersey. He was a doctor. And, um, it, you know, anybody, I, I see a lot of people are getting impatient now. And a lot of people, I think, are underestimating the problem. Now is not the time to kind of say, all right, we've had enough. Let's just go back to things as normal. Now is the time more than ever to really push for a breakthrough. First of all, God, I pray that you're with that friend of mine. You know his name. He lost his mother not too long ago also for some other reason. Please be with that family and comfort them. Help them to know the Lord. I know it's hard. It's a hard thing to ask 
you know, help someone believe in God when you just lost two parents. But God, you know, when someone's at the end of their rope, that's when they're closest to you. So please just be with him and comfort him and raise him up in Jesus' name. And, and Father God, we pray just for an end to this horrible coronavirus all over the world. We pray that you're glorified through this ending. We're thankful for the doctors and the scientists, all the first responders, all the paramedics, all the nurses, all the people who are doing everything they can to take care of us, and all the essential employees, you know, the people working in the grocery stores who are, you know, risking as much as anyone else. We're thankful for all these people, God, but our hope and our salvation is in you. Mm. Your word says that surely Jesus Christ bore our sicknesses and our infirmities on the cross. Yes. That they died on the cross. And so, God, we declare and we receive total healing over the globe, over this pandemic and all other, other diseases. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Well, guys, listen, thanks for um, sticking with me there. I know that was a longer prayer list than normal, but I don't have the advantage today of the scroll at the bottom of the screen. So I want to get in everybody's request. All right. Most important part of the show is right here. Kristen, do us a favor, please, and lead everybody in the uh, call to salvation. I love the way you look at me when you do that, by oh, the way. Oh, I'll do it more often. Okay. I'll go like this. Thank you. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> All right, keep your voice up. All right. Just follow after me if you'd like to receive Jesus. It's the best decision you'll ever make. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, let us know. Comment on the video or send us a message. And don't forget, we want to get some praise reports going. If you've had something God has done in your life on this show or independent of the show, mm -hmm. it's encouraging to us and to everyone. Yep. So thank you for the ones that you do send in. We're also very grateful for when you guys just say nice things about us or yes. pray for us. It means the world to us. Thank you so much. Do us a favor, as always, please like and share the page. Invite your friends to like it. Like and share the videos also. Thank you guys so much. You're doing a great job of that, by the way. I mean, we're, we're getting – we have a few videos already that are over 1,000 views by themselves. And uh, I think soon we're going to launch a YouTube channel also for the same reason because, you know, Facebook, you have a limited audience. It's a, a large audience, but it's a limited distribution. But we're going to launch a YouTube channel, tune, uh, YouTube channel soon, not involving cartoons, soon. <laughs> Um, we already have the iTunes and Spotify channels for you guys who want to listen to those. Thank you for downloading and those things as well. All right, guys, look, uh, thanks for joining us tonight. We hope you got something out of it. We're really very honored and grateful to be able to do this for you. We'll see you tomorrow night at the same time, 730 Eastern Standard Time. Until then, as always, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye.
Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.